Well, without breaking stride or taking a breath, Philip Malloy has come through uh, the studio door looking like a modern-day John Wayne Ooh. without the guns. <laughs> Poor John Wayne. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Thank the you. program. Thank you, Shorty. Thank you. Uh, you, uh, you want to talk, because I put it out on Twitter, yeah. and a huge number of people uh, came in, really, with great yeah. movie quotes. You've got the top ten. Well, just to explain to people first what we're about, this was a poll that was carried out by The Hollywood Reporter, and it was a poll of 1,600 people. That's actors, directors, writers, agents, right across the board in the film industry in the United States, and they polled all these people to find out what was their favourite uh, movie line of all time so that's basically what we're talking about Alright well what we've done just for a bit of fun mm. is is to put a, a montage of some uh, uh, quotable quotes from the movie see which ones you remember To infinity and beyond I'll be back You can't handle the truth Take your sticking paws off me you damn dirty ape I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I see dead people. I am the father. I am serious. Now, don't call me Shirley. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! You idiot! I did it! If you build, you will come. Rhodes, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. Then they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! I'm repeating we're not in Kansas anymore. You talking to me? I'll have what she's having. You had me at hello. I, right. by, by the way, before we go on, I think we should pay tribute to whoever put that together because it's really good. That's very, very good. Uh, well, yeah. It's the right hook production team under the baton of uh, Joe Coffey. Mm. Composed the music as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. All on. right. Great movie lines. Um, the ho- your, Pick out a few there. Your Pick out favorite a few. one. Well, the, the great movie line for me I must say, because it was a fantastic part of a fantastic picture, is when one after another all the slaves stand up and say, I am Spartacus. I thought that was a fantastic line. Will I tell you something now that might surprise you? Yeah? That's not in the hundred. (laughs) It's not in the hundred. What about the one where Anthony Hopkins is slivering mm. away in the thing and he said, I sigh his <laughs> liver with fafa beans and a nice bottle of Chianti. Did that make No, no the, the one that made it from that, uh, which is Silence of the Lambs, obviously, was um, I'm having an old friend to dinner, <laughs> which is <laughs> as good as well. You know. All right. Yeah, I like that. Um, and, and then there are traditional ones, of course, that presumably made the top. Ten. Um, the, the the thing is, it's probably not a line, but a move. Our favorite movie, you and I. I loved the way always when John Wayne said, "That'll be the day." I, be the day. It was. I thought you know it was such a simple line, but yeah. it was so perfect but in the movie. There's so many Wayne lines. I love the line when he goes on the. 
the Comancheros and he goes on on this riverboat searching for Stuart Whitman who's a gambler and he's in, uh, Whit- in, in, in Whitman's uh, cabin and Whitman comes in and he has a gun and, and Wayne has a gun in his hand and he says would you be Monsieur Paul Regret? <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. But, uh, Who, the a, woman in that was fabulous. And Ina Ballin. Yeah, she didn't make many movies. No, she didn't. She uh, she was on. She she did a, a fair bit of television stuff, guest starring as an awful lot of film people did in the sixties. Um, but she didn't. You're right. She didn't make a, a hell of a lot of. Um, she did a, a film with Paul Newman called From the Terrace. Based on a John O'Hara book, no, no, yeah. no. I remember the movie, yeah. but I don't remember. I can't tell you much about it. Yeah, he played a lawyer in it who's uh, who's married uh, to his own wife, Joanne Woodward, his real life wife, and he falls out with her and then starts a relationship right. with Annabelle. I'm sure. Interesting, you mentioned Paul Newman. There must have been a good line, but I don't know what it is mm. from somebody up there likes me, where he played yeah. Rocky Graziano, yeah. the boxer. Yeah, no, that's not in it. Yeah, for some reason. I'm not I'm not sure what the line is, yeah. but I, I, I seem to remember as a kid because yeah. I was very young when I cool, saw that. Cool Hand Luke is in it uh, with the Stoder Martin line. What we have here is a failure to communicate. You know that line? <laughs> yes, that's yeah. that's in it. Yeah. So give me the, your the top, the top 10, ten from okay, Hollywood. The top 10 are from 10 down. Uh, the, the, I don't know whether you'd go with this one or not, but I'm sure enough a lot of younger listeners out there. The first rule of Fight Club is there is no, no Fight Club. That's from Fight Club, obviously, in 1999. Uh, then there's No Place Like Home from from the Wizard of Oz in 1930, in 1939. You talking to me? That's uh, um, Robert De Niro and Taxi Driver in 71. Number seven then is of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world she had to walk into mine. That's obviously from Casablanca in 1942. And there's four movies in the top 20 from Casablanca. which really? I, Yes, which I have to say I agree with totally because the dialogue in Casablanca has uh. always been brilliant, you know. Yeah, but but Casablanca, they never thought they were making a great movie no, when they, they made it. No, they didn't. It was directed by this Hungarian a guy called Michael Curtis, who was under contract to Warner Brothers for years and years and years. And uh, he did Ooh, the famous, uh, they were doing the Charge of the Light Brigade, and he, he said that famous line, bring on the empty horses. He meant horses that didn't have riders Riderless on. horses, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he and he put it together. And it was a great, uh, um, it was a great tribute, I think, to the studio system at that time that that movie was you know it was yeah. made by it was made by all, all all these people in the studio it was they all made a contribution um uh, and there was a great producer on it. Six? Uh, six is uh, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse in The Godfather 1972. Uh, Toto, a second, act, second one from um, The Wizard of Oz in uh, 1939. The Wizard of Oz, especially in America, has always been widely revered. Toto, I'm, I've got a feeling we're not in canvas anymore. If you actually remember the film, that's quite funny. Then, uh, May the, the Force Be With You. Mark, the producer, was asking me about that. May the Force Be With You number four that's from Star Wars obviously uh, 1977 uh, we're going to need a bigger boat uh, Jaws I, I thought that was very good I yeah. thought that was a good quote I must say yeah and then uh, the great line um, again from Casablanca in 1942 number two and it's Ingrid Bergman obviously receiving the line from Humphrey Bogart. Here's looking at you. But kid. I mean, there's two two Casablancas in top ten. ten I'd yeah. interchange them. Would I mean, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. gin joints is he's just a, he's a there, great. He's quote. there um, in his white jacket. Yeah, and he's over the the, the counter, yeah. and he's very very sad. Obviously, yeah. oh, it's wonderful. 
but and then we're up to number one. Are we going to give listeners a chance to guess what number one is? Or? Ah, no, bash on, bash okay, on. Okay, so we're talking about, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's obviously from Gone with the Wind, 1939. And the interesting, one of the interesting things about this, this story is that um, at that time, there was a, a, a body called the uh, Motion Picture Production Code in, in America and Hollywood, and they didn't allow swearing um, in the cinema, and they didn't allow an awful lot of other things either. So the, anyway, this came along, um, uh, I, I, frankly, I don't give a damn, and they objected to it. And David O. Selznick, who is the genius behind uh, Gone with the Wind, he objected to their objections, and he submitted an appeal. So it went back and forth for ages, and one of the things he did at one stage, Selznick did at one stage, was he got the writers to draw up 22 alternatives uh, to this to this uh, line. Uh, but eventually, uh, the Hollywood Production Code administrators gave in and um, they uh, they decided to amend uh, their rules. And one of the things was to allow a certain amount of profanity into the cinema. And that's where, how... Yeah, but the tragedy is that what it then led to, mm. because in, in so much modern film, film now mm. uh, yeah. profanity is used yeah. instead of yeah. script that's true yeah. so like they believe if I instead say of wit George especially instead of wit um, yeah, you know yeah. it's crudity. You know, it's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's just crude. Like, I mean, it, but the thing about uh, don't give a damn mm. by by Gable. First of all, Gable who's yeah, at yeah. the height of his powers. Yeah. See, it's very difficult for anybody like us, anybody, yeah. to to imagine what well, Gable he was, was like, like at that in, stage. in 1939. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the stardom actually shone out of him. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and then that phrase, like, because they would have been used to yeah. no profanity of any kind, and so Suddenly, this hits the yeah. screen. Some, the some, audiences, yeah. Must some have of been the other ones, as I said, twenty-two, and some of the other ones is I don't give a hoot. Um, I don't give a continental. I'm completely indifferent. I don't give a whoop. Uh, my indifference is boundless. Uh, you can go to the devil for all I care. And obviously, none of those is equal to, uh, no. frankly, my dear. And, and the, the, the production code really realized it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a wonderful finish to the movie. Yeah, because he that's walks the climax. off that's into the, the yeah. fog and yeah. everything. It's, yeah, that, it's just so good. Yeah, that's the climax. Yeah, yeah. And and first black Oscar was it from that they gave it to yeah. Hattie McDaniel. Hattie did McDaniel. They? Yeah, Hattie as McDaniel. the maid. Yeah, yeah, as the maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was great. I mean, it was just wonderful to see her getting. Yeah, it. it was a bit of a Not token we were job at that anything. time. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. All right, we've done that. Um, um, do you want, do you want to mention any of the others that were in that um, um, that montage? Do you want to say anything about any of them? Just throw it up there, and we'll have a chat. Uh, the. Uh, the, 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 some like it hot when Jack Lemon pulls yeah. off the wig a listener and in Lucan nobody's perfect nobody's perfect it's at the end actually it's at yeah. the end. remember they're in the boat yeah. with Joy, him and Joey Brown it's Jack Lemon and Joey Brown and he reveals that he's a woman <laughs> yeah. or he's a man yeah. and, uh, and Joey Brown is going on with this this incredible smile and he says nobody's perfect <laughs> what's this Surely this should be in there. Listener says, "I'll be back." What's that? Does I'll be I'll be back. Is is um oh, is, is, yeah is Schwarzenegger. All right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Um, the most the most recent one is probably uh, from um, the Star Wars movie that came out last year, and uh, it's Chewie. We're home. Um, Harrison Ford um, as Han Solo actually says it to Chewbacca. Chewie, yeah. uh, we're home. Uh, that's the most recent one. 
But it, it, surely Bill Spencer says uh, the great one by Cagney at the end of it where he says, "I'm top of the world." Yeah, Ma. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. But I it's really not like in that. it. It's not in it. <laughs> Um, oh, there's there's great there's there's lovely some lovely lines that you mightn't think of. There's one at eighty three, um, and it's uh, it's from the Devil Wears Prada, and uh, one of the the actresses says, um, "I'm just one stomach flu away from my uh, my my goal weight." <laughs> you know, they're, they're obsessed with their their weight in it. Uh, it's alive, it's alive. Do you remember that? What's that from? It's, it's a line. Frankenstein. Remember the original Frankenstein? You know I don't look. From, you know from, I don't from, look at from, horror movies. <laughs> from, right, from, look, from, you've only a few minutes left. Okay. Good. You've, you've been watching well, we, House yeah, of Cards. We may as well. I've been watching House of Cards and I know um, you interviewed uh, Neva Campbell last week and I have to say I'm big back into, into uh, I'm back into House of Cards in a big way. I've watched the first seven um, episodes of the, of uh, what is it, series four. And uh, I have to say though I was disappointed with um, Neva Campbell. Uh, I think she's really sort of indifferent. It's a really indifferent performance. Uh, there isn't an awful lot of life or much to it. And George, there's a, an Irish actor, actress in it called Dominique McGilligot and she's from Rat Farnham in Dublin and she plays the wife of the um, of the governor of New York who's going up against Frank. I won't say any more than that. Uh, Frank Underwood. But uh, and she's dead sexy. She's full of life. There's a lovely kind of, sh- there's a lovely kind of wit and sharpness to her dialogue. And uh, I have to say, I'd keep her on. I, I, I know her husband is coming back in season five, so I hope she's coming back. Her husband, her film husband. Yeah, her film husband. All right, listen, you picked uh, a movie uh, off your shelf. Yeah, yeah, it's Quiz Show, which I've always loved. And I think it's, I, I, I think Robert Redford has directed about eight or nine movies. And I think this is the best thing that he has directed. It's an elegant and thoughtful parable about the Quiz Show scandals. You'll remember, well, I'm not sure you'll remember them, but you know. I do, um, yeah. You know, um, uh, on American television in the 1950s, and it was particularly they, they were particularly built around uh, this show called Twenty One, in which uh, basically the um, the contestants were given the answers before they went yeah. on the air, and there was a um, uh, the the whole thing. Um, one of the uh, one of the contestants uh, was a fellow called a Jewish guy from Queens called Herbie Stemple and he's played in the movie by John Tortoro and he, um, he he blew the whistle basically and that led to uh, an investigation of the quiz shows on American television by the American government and all quiz shows were banned until the early 60s as a result of it. But now half the the, f- the yeah. daytime slots of quiz. Our, our quiz shows. all kinds of quiz you know what I love that show Pointless do you ever watch Pointless <laughs> I think that's I, I think it's very good but the thing is uh, is one of the things about the, the quiz shows at that time we're talking first of all George from about 54 up to or up to the late 50s and so you're talking about shows that could have been produced on the east coast shows that could have been produced in uh, in New York and that and, and they were chat shows and stuff like quiz shows obviously you didn't have an awful lot yet you didn't have an awful lot of film stuff like you eventually had in the late 50s with all the westerns that appeared and uh, cop shows and so on what are you doing in the picture show on Saturday? Well, the picture show on Saturday. You're very is, lucky. Ireland are playing Italy early in the day. Oh, I see. Okay, we have a strong lineup, but one of them is a, a, a director called Ben Wheatley. He's the director of this star-studded film called High Rise, uh, which is out over the next few weeks. And uh, I have a couple of others which we're finalising at the moment. Um, if we get them, I'll be delighted with it. 
All right. Have you some music for us? I have. Uh, uh, do you want to hear this? Listen to this. From. You need to hear more of it to really appreciate it. It's uh, it's from Gladiator, and it, it's written by Han Han Zimmer. And that uh, soprano that, that 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 you heard in it there, her name is Lisa Gerard. She's an Australian woman. I think she's about fifty six now. A lovely soprano voice. But um, Han Zimmer has been a huge influence in uh, throughout the whole of cinema uh, for the last 15, 20 years. He's scored over 150 movies and that obviously is Gladiator. I really like that movie. Good, good. Yeah, I really like that movie. Uh, Geraldine says, am I alone? Well, Geraldine, you're not alone. Uh, I'm with you 100% in liking Sidney Poitier's they call me oh, yes. Mr. Tibbs. Could I, a quick story on that. Just a yeah. quick story. Um, it, okay, obviously it's from In the Heat of the Night, the movie that uh, Rod Steiger won his Oscar in. But uh, at that stage, um, uh, Sidney Poitier insisted that they wouldn't shoot it in the South because he had been in the South oh, yeah. with Harry Belafonte and had been badly sort of mistreated. So they went to this small town called Sparta in Illinois right and uh, so they reset the whole movie in Sparta in Illinois and there's a apparently there's a big water tower outside uh, on the outskirts of the town and it says Sparta on it and obviously Sparta is not the name of the town in the script or in the book or is there a book in the script anyway so they decided to uh, to change it all to Sparta in order to save money because they didn't have much of a budget so um, <laughs> they let they, they, they left it at Sparta Alright well Geraldine you're in good hands uh, there's, there's, no there's lo- lots of other things like um, there's no uh, John Ford um, movies and I'd love to have seen When right. the Legend Becomes Fact print the legend and stuff like that yeah but also as the listener says there's not a lot of diversity in the list it's kind of pretty predictable yeah, isn't it yeah, yeah well I mean maybe we should but if there's no Ford it'd be a bit worrying yeah yeah it? there is there is a Howard Hawks and it's a, one of the most famous Howard Hawkses um, he, he apparently was testing a uh, Lauren McCall and this line came out of the the test um, uh, uh, whistle when you want, want me Steve is that what it is oh, you, yeah. you know how to, to whistle yeah. you put your lips together and blow that that was came from Howard Hawks himself. ah but the great one is you know uh, steel, McElaine, steel. <laughs> steel, steel. <laughs> <laughs> furnaces that make you f- so hot they make you forget your fear of hell. Yeah. George, do you only Sh- know about movies that were originally in black and white? Correct. I'm colorblind. I, I'm colorblind, so it doesn't make any difference to me whether they're in wait, color wait, or black wait, and white. Wait, 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 I have to go. Yeah, wait, shake and not stir. Which uh, bond did Sean Connery first see it in? No idea. Goldfinger. All right, uh, Philip Malloy, back next week. 